Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. No, righty then. One million dollars. It's my credo. No regret. Today, Junior? Oh, what are they teaching this place? But I shoot with this Welcome, guys, to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. And I'm Michael. Hi, guys. <laughs> Imagine they didn't know this whole time. <laughs> I just wanted to do something different. <laughs> I know. I'll see about that uh, yeah. when I want to intro it. Like, should I spice it up a little bit? I might. Um, we'll see. But every time we try to do that, I have to stop and re-record it because we yeah. fucked it up. <laughs> Even when you tried to do the intro, it fucked up. Yeah, that didn't work. It. No, we, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> we try. We, we try. Yeah. Uh, this week, keeping with our themes of special days of the year, we're doing an Australia Day special with the castle. Australia. Yeah, Australia. Well, uh, castle, what, well apparently it what, it's... Oh, see, ca- Castle, Maine is apparently a thing. Oh. So that's why it's like the castle or the yeah. castle. But, you know, for me, it's always been castle for me, but it sounds a little bit more posh. Yeah, yeah. It's like un-Australian to do, say something posh. Well, I think uh, Adelaide or South Australia do the castle and dance and all that stuff, but Ooh. we're Melbourne scum, so we're dance. Dance. And we... Castle. Castle. Oh, that's us. <laughs> castle. Say yeah, say dance and, and castle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so probably the most quotable movie or one of the most Australian quotable movies. Yeah. And my notes are quite long just with quotes. Mm. So it is quite a short movie at about only an hour 20, but it's just packed full of quotes that... If you weren't listening, you'll probably miss most of them too. Yeah, I think there was like, like usual, there was a lot of pausing up front, but there was like just so many like, oh, I say that, oh, I say that, I say that, or like other people yeah. say that to me. It just like kept yeah, coming my da- through. My dad says that. Yeah. Like a lot of these like, yep, yeah, that's, a, that's a Stan one. Stan gets a lot of uh, recognition in this cast Stan too. does, yeah. Stan and Monica, <laughs> definitely the two most yeah, I know. Uh, people talked about in this. And maybe Max as well, little Max. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's one of those ones. And as you watch it back, uh, you sort of realise as because we watched it. I watched. I think it was the same as you. Watched a lot when we were younger, but haven't watched it for quite some time. Well, it was one of those ones where I remember it always being a thing, but I never really sat down to watch it. It must yeah. have just been frequently on TV. Yeah. Um. So I've most likely seen it from back to back, once or twice, but it was always the one to get a glimpse of um, on actually- TV or as referenced in TV shows. I actually watched this in year 12 legal studies. It was pretty sick. And But looking at it now, it's R18+. plus. So I think we had to get a note for Is it. it? Yeah, 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 I couldn't believe it's R18+. plus. It's a bit stiff. It's, I mean, I could, should... see, I could see there's a lot in there, but like, yeah, I don't know that bad. Um, we but, can add that to our in... ratings. We can add the, uh, the uh, maturity oh, yeah, sure. rating each week, yeah. It's actually sometimes yeah. it's a prick to find, so I don't want to put that on us because it's actually not as easy <laughs> to find sometimes. So no, I don't, no, I'm going no. to say no. <laughs> Um, but All it is right. in that it is in that golden year of ninety seven comedies as well, which I'm not. I sure. I know. I'm like, that's <laughs> crazy. That, and even like understanding the production value of everything in Australia, it's yeah. going to be a bit lower than in the US. But looking at the just the quality of cinematography <laughs> uh, to an Austin Powers or a yeah. Liar Liar, etc., compared to this, it just looks yeah. like it was made fifty years before. <laughs> 
This is like that old joke of like Eastern European <laughs> listening to like 80 songs, like when like just like they're brand new. Yeah, <laughs> definitely feeling that with the Aussie Aussie vibes here. But the humor definitely holds up. Ask Michael; yep. he watched it before I did. I'm like, does he hold up? Goes surprisingly well. Yeah, uh, it's, and yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then like and knowing like as well with like how some of these people their career went on, especially Eric Banner. Mm-hmm. You you look at him and he was so good in this film as well like every yeah. insert he did he played that he played con so well well what was it he was in that uh sketch show that was a bit before our time uh full frontal I mean, in australia yeah full, full frontal, frontal. So, and it was po- it was pointer <laughs> pointer yeah, yeah so he started in comedy and i think he is from coolaroo or Tullamarine. oh right uh, so pretty close that's to the pretty area. sick that's a fact so <laughs> he probably just played himself to be honest <laughs> in this one he's yeah, got a he- bit more into it's like the early age MMA guys. Yeah, it's what he. I'll write that in my notes later on when he's doing kickboxing at Bonnie. He's got the, the but, scratchy, the scratchy tracksuits. Yeah, <laughs> those blokes now that all they care about is MMA. That's what yeah. he would have been just yeah. twenty years too early. Uh, ratings? Let's get, yeah, it's getting to the ratings. Yeah, IMDb seven point seven, which is Huge. very high. Huge. Um, Rotten Tomatoes eighty seven percent, and Google yep. users. Um, 87%. So both really high there. I tried to find a few non-Aussie reviews or Mm -hmm. anything on YouTube. I couldn't really find any. So it'll be really interesting to see how well this movie is perceived overseas if the jokes hit um, or if it even is known anywhere, really. Yeah, I mean, like, even sort of, like, the thing with, like, having the Lebanese neighbour might not even, like, sort of hit in (laughs) another country to sort of, like, how an Aussie might sort of understand that sort of humor so um maybe in I, the uh in the uk yeah possibly yeah but like even in the uk similar. like as i heard a comedian talking about it like aussies are really specific with the uh ethnic minorities that they talk about like it's not like <laughs> middle eastern people it's like lebanese it's like it's doesn't yeah, like there's yeah. no they're a lot more specific yeah well there's <laughs> we won't get into that anyway <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so directed by um, Rob Sitch, um, and it's got little hands on like everyone from the Working Dog yep. uh, production company, which is a big Australian comedy production company. Um, so have you been paying attention? Russell Coit, All Aussie Adventures, Sano Sam and Ed, yep. um, and all those TV shows. So have you been paying attention is the only TV show I watch on free to air TV or yeah. like, like, I'm like, I know it's going to be on yeah. uh, Monday nights when it is. And yeah. So these guys are still being killed it after, you know, 30 years. Yeah. And domi- they know what they're doing. Dominates. Yeah. And I mean, Russell Coit's All Aussie Adventures. If anyone is listening that hasn't ever watched that, like I'm sure most people listening have heard of it, but it is, yeah. an, I, I, I'm in tears every time I, I watch that. Yeah, it's and, so good. Uh, Genius. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, the handshake gets me every time. <laughs> like, that's the best. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, written yeah. by Santo Chilaro, Tom Gleisner, Jane Kennedy, and Rob Stitch. Um, Sitch. Is produced... it Sitch or Stitch? I'm not sure which one it is. I think it's Sitch. I looked it up and I edited your um, poor spelling of it, but I didn't okay. see the second one. So yeah, no, it is, it is <laughs> no, Sitch. It is Sitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they're produced by Deborah Chowates. Um, yeah, I'll... sorry if I butchered that uh, pronunciation, but yeah, all the uh, Working Dog TV shows, yep. Frontline, Have You Been Paying Attention, Ed and Sam, etc. Um, actors, you want to jump in? 
Uh, I was from summary, but I'm happy to do the actors if you All like. Right. That's fine. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Michael Caton is Daryl Kerrigan, so probably the main character in this. Even though at the early yeah. you're led to think it's somebody else, but he's the main character. Um, and yeah, he's probably, it's weird how they do that. He had a Amer- big American role yeah. in The Animal, wasn't he? He was the mm-hmm. yeah, he was yeah. the dude in The Animal. Um, I was trying to remember which uh, Rob Schneider movie he was in. The Animal. Yeah, Rob Schneider and coming out this week. He, he was also in. Um, so what was that? Oh no! Just saying, uh, oh. Rob Schneider oh. or anything. I haven't listened to it. Yet. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was also in Strange Bedfellows or something with. Um, I don't know. That was a. I think it was a straight to DVD sort of <laughs> movie. I don't think it was too popular. Um, yeah, that was, was with with, uh, with the Crocodile Dundee. The knife guy. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> um, Hogan, Paul all, Hogan. Paul Hogan. That's it. Yeah. So we got um, Anne Tenney, who I thought she actually did a really good job at playing this character. I'd. I yeah. sort of thought of her as a nothing character, but then watching this back, I actually really rated her performance. Um, yeah, she's probably the most cartoony character there is. Yeah. Just like a stereotypical uh, Aussie mom. Yeah, we've got... Um, and she's Sal Kerrigan. Even though you don't really hear Sal, it's sort of like love or... Mum. No, yeah, mum, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then we've got... Oh, sorry, Adam's covering... There we go, Stephen Curry, uh, who plays uh, Dale Kerrigan. Um, Stephen Curry, probably one of the bigger actors in... Um, in this sort of group, he's done a mm-hmm. variety of Aussie films. Just it was a big name for a while. Did a chip ad where you walk through Bindi's not long ago. That was <laughs> um, we got Anthony Simcoe who plays Steve Kering, and he's probably best known for there's like some weird sci-fi show that I looked up, and he's like in a yeah, complete I mask. Gave him a good too. Yeah, that's what yeah, I saw as well. He was, I was very scared. Yeah, he was. It was a bit weird to see him, but um, yeah, a, a few Aussie things here and there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Sophie Lee who plays Tracy Kerrigan, the sister. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, probably the, definitely the biggest name in this is Eric yeah. Banner who plays Con Petropolis, <laughs> which is a, you don't even hear his last name, but it's perfect that he's you don't need he's to got that last name. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you know he's a Petropolis. Yeah, and we've got Terrell. <laughs> we got Terrell Mora who plays Dennis Denudo who. I think when people hear Dennis Denudo, people just like click like, oh yeah, I know yeah. who Dennis Denudo is. <laughs> um, probably for the most, every time you think Dennis Denudo, you think photocopier. I think that's just the <laughs> the, the first thing that comes to mind. Um, the summary of this is a working class family from Melbourne, Australia fights City Hall after being told they must vacate be- their beloved family home to allow for infrastructural expansion. So a very good, a very good um, topic because it just, it's 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 really relatable, and I think even like to this day, like when they're talking about mm-hmm. the actual castle house, they even had a fight over sort of like the right to sort of take things away. So it was um yeah, it's very interesting the way that this was set up, um and it worked really well for my legal studies as well. <laughs> You're able to stream it on on Stan, um, and I find that yeah. Stan has most of the Australian comedies, yeah, Australian I was say movies. The same thing. They've got a lot of Australian yeah. movies on Stan. Um, I don't know who yeah. they they're owned by. I get confused anymore. It's probably mm-hmm. uh, Murdoch Group. I think they're nine. I think they're nine. Yeah, I think nine and Stan are the same. Oh, they're the Packers, aren't they? Stan uh, Channel Nine's the Packers. Could be. I'm pretty sure. Could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of Australian movies, um, yep. and it's got a lot of the comedy movies from here. To be honest, as well. So yep. a bit of a lifesaver, yep. Stan. Yeah, Stan getting another worth a... reference in the. <laughs> Give us a sponsorship, Stan. We would love yeah, a Stan, Stan sponsorship. That'd be fantastic. Also, drink sponsors. I've gone with a all new Canadian club soda and lime. It is absolutely refreshing and amazing. So, CC, get on there us. There you go. We uh, wrote a song. 
in my band days, we wrote a song for Canadian Club, and they sent us like a slab for free. So that was really nice of them. Oh, sick! Uh, so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all we could ask for. Um, I've uh, pre-mixed myself some uh, some cordial or some bougie cordial. I don't know what brand it is, Ooh. but it's bougie. Um, and a bit of a vodka and a uh, soda water. It is delicious. Five o'clock in the afternoon, and Michael's yeah. been at the vets uh, all day, uh, so he yeah, might dog... get really drunk after <laughs> one CC. <laughs> yeah, soda. My dog was my dog was shitting himself and uh, chucking up, so I had to make sure he was all right. So I needed a drink after waiting for four and a half hours at yeah. Animal Hospital. So <laughs> I could mm-hmm. be tanked by the end of this. Uh, all right, so some little known facts. So the family was named Kerrigan, so the filmmakers could borrow trucks from an actual tow truck company, Kerrigan's Towing. That is the most Aussie go. thing ever. I love that, like low budget. And when I looked at, I looked up Kerrigan's Towing on um, Yelp or whatever, whatever reviews there were, and their reviews are like one star from like four different ratings, and they're all just <laughs> apparently like the shittest towing company ever, like the rudest, <laughs> like the rudest people going. So, yeah, that was a that was a nice little fun fact. Um, Kerrigan's movie was towing, rich- give us a sponsorship. That'll yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not even asking for that. One. <laughs> Um, originally, so this movie was originally made just to raise money for the later Australian film, The Dish, which I don't know about you. I never watched it, heard about it, never watched it. Yeah. It's one of those ones you hear about, but I'm sure I've seen bits of it, but I've never sat down to watch The Dish. Them playing cricket on a satellite dish. That's all that was like in the previews or something. (laughs) So that's all I remember. But yeah, it just goes to show how, how things can, um, sort of change. The shooting schedule was cut from 20 to 11 days. The number of days the filmmakers could afford to feed the casting crew. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nuts. It's uh, You wouldn't even think it, really. Like, it's done so well. You, you just half a day it. driving but up yeah, to Bonnie 11... as well. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's 11 days. That's loose. Yeah, so yeah. what, to Lake Yildon, that's like, that's like three hours from the CBD, isn't it? Three and a half hours or something, or four? Yeah, two, oh, sorry, yeah, three, two probably. to three hours. Yeah, so... Yeah. And Bonnie Doon is a real place, everybody. It's, uh, we'll, I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about that later. Um, and as of 2018, the house used to film the castle was set to be demolished on more than one occasion, but something stopped both council and demolition crews, mainly due to backlash to leave the house alone and that it should be left alone because the movie is an Aussie classic, which goes to what I was saying, that sort of losing... I mean, it's a very different yeah. situation to the movie, but yeah, it's that sort of keeping the land and sort of keeping um, sort of something that's... Yeah, within that yeah. realm. I did a bit of research so, on this, Mark. I'm, go- I'm going off stripped. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I looked it up. So it's actually located in... So the background airport isn't Melbourne Airport. It's uh, Essendon mm-hmm. Airport, um, uh, which makes sense to me because I was trying to see if Coolaroo backs onto the airport. And I don't think it yeah. does. It's more so the yeah. sort of West Meadows area, um, which is sort of close to where I grew up. So it makes sense yeah. that the background is Essendon Airport. So the house is actually located in Strathmore. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's worth more yeah. than the, a lot more than the yeah. $70,000 they would have been offered there. Yeah. So, and, they, uh, and you know, and you know that as well now, like Strathmore's yeah. like, yeah, multi-million dollar houses out there. Yeah. <laughs> Very I think they, so someone bought the house itself and they relocated it. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately on the block of land, they've built townhouses. So if you look it up, mm. uh, three Dagonet Street, uh, in Strathmore, <laughs> some people live there now. So, if you guys want to sponsor us, 
We're sure you can afford it. Uh, so, <laughs> Everybody, I think, can afford it. <laughs> we'll take it. Absolutely. Right. So, so let's get started with three Highview Crescent Coolaroo, eh? That's it. Um, so <laughs> we get intro to uh, Dale Kerrigan, who's Stephen Curry's character. And he plays a bit of the point of view uh, character at the start here. So yep. he's uh, Daryl's son. Uh, I guess he's the... Middle yeah. son is he? No, he's the youngest, isn't he? I think the he's the youngest. Yeah, he's the youngest. Yeah. So you've got Wayne and Tracy, who's older. Yeah, um, and they live at three Highview Crescent, Coolaroo, um, not too far from where I grow up. Uh, but they talked about location, location, location um, of their house, which is <laughs> right next to an airport, um, and you just hear yeah. the, uh, the planes. <laughs> going off and landing um, all the time in the background. And it's a bit of a running joke throughout the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, they said it's they're, it's they're next door to the airport, which is really convenient if they have to fly one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll go over it later in the uh, movie, but when they went to pick up Trace and Con, they just walked there with the trolley. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I golden. found that so funny. I remember seeing that before. Uh, but they're talking about how the house is worth as much as it was when they bought it. Um, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> They're just showing the shit spot is really yeah. affecting the property value. He talks about and how they're under power lines and dad says mm-hmm. that power lines are a reminder of man's ability to generate electricity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talk so about the always... uh, billiard table as well. They've got the, yeah. He's got the pool room. It's our first little sort of mm-hmm. input into the pool room and he's got the, he's got a, lean on one pocket so he takes the shot it just sort of rolls down to one side gets all the balls in off the break and then you just hear shot dale did you ever have yeah, a shot da- home ground advantage at your pool table like did you yeah, know there's one was a pretty yeah there's one my dad had the level on the pocket but on the back if you if you're breaking on the right side that pocket uh behind or neck behind your hand there was always a slight lean in so you'd always just have to like tap it there and dad got the level there was no like there's no like lean on it or anything but it always go in and yeah every time the ball would go in there you'd always just say shot Dale (laughs) that's perfect it's almost like I set you up for that joke but I didn't oh thanks man but they're always planning extensions on the house so he wants to put in a patio, but they're waiting for cheap cladding. I had to look up what cladding yeah. was, um, which is a bit sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, we find out that he's a tow truck driver. And as Michael mentioned, they only are the yep. Kerrigans because of the tow truck uh, company already existing. Uh, he talks about his dad yep. being the backbone of the family um, and his mum is all the other bones. <laughs> really good. <laughs> I got that day too, yeah. Yeah. We get introduced uh, into then, the yeah. um into her uh into a bit of her handiwork. So she does like some dinner trays with like a spray can and stencil and it's like the most poxy like Darrow looking thing ever. It's just yeah. like a pink tray with like ducks spray painted onto it or something like that. Mm. And um he, dad's just absolutely amazed by everything that she does. <laughs> Daryl's just amazed with everything Every, she does. Everything Saying she, she does. can open yeah. up the shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then she brings serves and desserts. Like, what's this? He goes, sponge cake. He goes, oh, what do you put on top of it? Icing sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, how about this, boys? Why would you want to go out to a restaurant when you keep getting this every night? 
but there's something really there's something really soothing about sort of having that family environment like it's really like who cares if mm-hmm. we can't go out like that family is just so soothing and so nice to be around yeah and also like their traditional uh middle class aussies they're a bit like yeah. uh, upper middle class bogans you know that tv show i've never seen yeah. it but it's a good way yeah. of saying it i've never so seen they just it got, yeah <laughs> yeah they just yeah. got all the they got a uh, you know the house in Bonnie Doon. They got a boat. They got like all the Aussie cars in the driveway. Um, yeah. So they're just the most uh, stereotypical Aussie middle class family. Yeah. Uh, which makes the movie so endearing. Yeah. Um, as it is. Absolutely. We then get introduced to Steve, who's mm-hmm. I guess he's like one of the middle child. I'm guessing him and Tracy are the middle children. Yeah. Um. So Steve says, "Dad, ergonomic chairs. Four of them. Hundred and eighty dollars." And it's get introduced into the line. Tell him he's dreaming, <laughs> which that's gonna uh, go in the intro. Yeah, just yeah. I think so. Intro. Tell him he's dreaming. Yeah. That's that's probably that's probably the most iconic Aussie movie line I reckon out of every sort of movie that's ever mm-hmm. been made. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so he, he says he calls Steve an ideas man as well for all the things he does, mm-hmm. which you know is actually genius in some of the stuff he does. So he's got the motorcycle helmet with a brake light in it which now it's like <laughs> it's actually common practice it's actually common practice yeah. to have that now I'm pretty sure um, <laughs> uh, or I'm not sorry I shouldn't say that but I think it's available to uh, for purchase mm-hmm. now um, and he goes he calls him his ideas man and then I love it how after he says something it just immediately goes you're an ideas man Steve <laughs> yeah they, they do that a lot in the movie where yeah, uh, the narration <laughs> says something and then uh, Daryl says it straight afterwards yeah it's always good <laughs> Um, and yeah, what, like part two. That's another one. Yeah. Do you know that the uh, broom with the water through it is that a real thing? Because that should be mm-hmm. how he makes that. The well, broom I think to it is now. I think water. it is now. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That's a great yeah, idea. So he's got like a he's got a, a broom with a hose that he cleans the boat with. Yeah. But yeah, I think it actually is a thing now. Mm-hmm. It should be. Absolutely. Um, and then he says we introduced to Tracy, who he says it's no secret is his favourite. And then mm-hmm. she was on the prices right once with Larry Emda. Hey, what? <laughs> this is a very long. La- yeah, Larry Emda is—he's he's half a hippet for me. I just like seeing him in there. So if yeah. we got a new yeah. award called the half hippet. Half Larry Emda. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad one actually. Um, and then she almost took home the she almost took home the lot only if she knew the price of the luggage. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's the only member uh, with a tertiary education. The day she graduated from Sunshine TAFE was the proudest uh, <laughs> moment of dad's life. And for me, I grew up in Sunshine. So this joke always like hit really hard whenever this came on. But there's no real Sunshine TAFE. There was a Vic University that did like uh, trade work, or there still is. But there's never actually yeah. a Sunshine TAFE. So I think that's that was, my that was question. a bit of an in-joke, that-, that one. Is that the one on uh, Ballarat Road? That's one I thought of every time they say. Yeah, it that's VU. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's VU. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah, that's like a tradie sort of one. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, there's no sunshine safe. But <laughs> I think for people for people in the Melbourne area, sunshine was always the rundown sort of dirty place mm-hmm. when we were growing up. It's a lot better now. But um, yeah, so to have a sunshine tafe, I think that it sort of takes away from the fact that she went to a hairdressing school in a dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in like a old rundown suburb yeah but yeah that's the proudest moment of his life uh, 
and we talk about how she marries uh, Con. Mm-hmm. She married Con, who's a kickboxer yeah. and accountant. <laughs> I love that combination <laughs> of two jobs. Um, and then he's making a he's making a wedding speech, uh, and he's sort of about, "Oh, glad to have you Greeks at the wedding, but would you please stop busting all them plates?" <laughs> um, and then he starts making his speech like, "I suppose when you're, um, I suppose when you're a man like me." You want a daughter to marry one of your own. And let's not get this wrong. The Greeks have a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> There's some balls on him to say that. Yeah. Or just like the oblivious... So, ob- just how oblivious he is to everything. <laughs> and there, there must have been so many him. Greeks at the wedding too. There would have been like hundreds of Oh, them. yeah. So that's bold to wedding. say that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the last one, uh, do you want to take Wayne, his older brother? Yeah, um, I just wanted to mention how much I love their clothes at the wedding. So it's just a white shirt, but their sleeves were like yeah. colored. Like look back at that, it's a great look. Um, yeah, but their older yeah. brother, Wayne, um, who is in jail. So he got eight years for armed robbery, but he, uh, mm-hmm. he didn't mean to do it. He got caught up with the wrong crowd um, and he didn't mean to rob that petrol station. <laughs> so that's something you accidentally that's get into. That's such a... As, as such a like a loving parent like naive yeah. parent would say <laughs> so yeah good. he didn't mean to rob that you got the wrong people um but yeah. no um and he's talking to wayne in the jail and they having the most boring conversation of their life it's like how's mom yeah. good uh how's steve good uh you know how's he going yeah he's all right uh, it's like we yeah. got on great. We could chat for hours, <laughs> and it's literally just like them in a jail cell, like just staring across at each other, like mumbling. Yeah. It's just perfect. Um, getting traded to their greyhound, so he met Tracy uh, at the not Tracy. What's the mum? Uh, Sal was it? Sally. Sal. I'm not yep. sure. Yeah, um, he met her at the greyhound. So they have a pet greyhound uh, called Coco. And I assume the greyhounds yep. have to be the meadows, surely. Uh, oh, you think so? Yeah, that, around <laughs> yeah, the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, and he's got yeah, got three other greyhounds as well. So they're just, <laughs> it's just yeah, four four little grey, four big greyhounds in like a little backyarded area, like all pitted off as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I've actually never been to the meadows. Have you? I went there once for my grandma's birthday. So we're in the uh, yeah. like bistro or you can eat area. Uh, yeah. It was fine. A bit of yeah, oh, well. a lot of people there, and they had a like a kids' night where they had uh, like a local you know fate or a festival where they have just jumping castles yeah, cool. and everything. So it was a bit going on, uh, but yeah, I'll give it a right. go. Give it yeah. a go. Here we see the uh, boat with the, the where they clean the boat with the brush with the hose in it as well, yeah. which we talked about before. Um, and then we're talking about when uh, Dad receives his presents. He goes, oh, look at that, a rod and reel. And then, <laughs> I, I think it's his Father's Day presents, actually. Um, yeah. He goes, oh, I got him a new muzzle. He goes, oh, would you look at that, a new muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes, it got me an ashtray. Uh, st- uh, Wayne got me an ashtray, but I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just he laugh. A German beer mug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he gets a German beer mug to uh, from Sally. And he goes, this is going straight to the pool room, which another... It's probably, another classic. Yeah, another classic line there. Maybe not as famous, but still very famous, that one. Um, and then yeah. I said, everything's great until one day a knock at the door changed everything. 
Yeah. Um, so someone comes to the door. Um, he goes, what's this about? Uh, are you from the local council? It's about the dogs, the aerial, the extensions, <laughs> the truck. <laughs> so he's doing all these things uh, <laughs> that he needs permits for or anything. Uh, but he doesn't do them and he thinks it's finally coming up yeah. to bite him in the ass. Uh, but no, it's a land valuer um, who's come to check if, you know, just look at the property so the big company yep. can buy it from him. Uh, but he thinks that, you know, they're finding out how much the property is to sell so they can make yeah. a bit of coin. Um, he says the price is going up around here. All right, they definitely have gone up around there, the prices. Even cooler Ooh, yeah. or... Uh, Strathmore, yeah. the prices would have gone off here. Absolutely anywhere. Uh, but he's adding things to the house uh, that he thinks will add to value. So he goes, uh, the laces across the lace across it's fake. I don't know how you can get fake lace. Is it just plastic as opposed to metal? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it does not make sense whatsoever. Yeah. They got a, f- and a fake chimney. Yeah. Uh, he goes, why'd yeah. you add that? He goes, charm. Had a bit of charm. <laughs> a bit of charm. <laughs> and he goes, and then he oh, goes, it's a big aerial. Yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, add a bit of value. And the value of goes, hard to say. Hard to say. And that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of my dad's favorite ones too. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can see, he takes him into the backyard and you can hear like the, uh, a plane going overhead. He goes, say that Brisbane via Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you think it's just going to land right on top of you. Freaks the dogs out. And um, but he's, and then the guy as well is just like so shocked that the, you can actually see like the main uh, runway from his backyard. He goes, is that it there? Right there. Um, and then, yeah, he sort of talks about his dogs and uh, talks about the greyhounds and like how it used to be a granny flat. Oh, they wanted to make it a granny flat, but it couldn't. Yeah, it used to be a permanent. a cubby house for the kids, but they wanted it to yeah. be a granny flat. Um, and he goes, "See back here, all landfill." He goes, "Nothing too serious." <laughs> nah, nothing serious. What do you know about lead? <laughs> That's another very good one. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, the next thing is they're in for a yeah. bit of uh, in for dinner as a family, which is probably one of the. Yeah. It's sort of like a a bit of a reset button, right? Because just sort of they all regroup mm-hmm. at the dinner at the dinner table yeah. um, and she brings over food and goes what's what's this Rissal's now <laughs> Rissal's and every Steve time we had Rissal's we'd say that too Rissal's now and Steve comes with uh, on the phone he's always on the trading post trying to get deals mm-hmm. he goes dad someone's selling drouse, uh, jousting sticks what do they want for him he goes I'll ask he goes Dale what are you going to do with jousting sticks he goes, I don't know, but if you can get him for half price. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they talk about sort of how they have that valuer there. And he goes, uh, we had a land value. He goes, oh, you're looking at selling. He goes, nah, but it's nice to know what we're sitting on. And then Dar- Daryl goes, oh, Daryl goes, clay. <laughs> um yeah, he said Farouk got Farouk got a notice too. So we sort of find out that they're doing the whole street. And then Steve goes, Dad, four fifty. Four fifty. Tell him he's dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> would have absolutely no idea how much a jousting stick would be. No, but... no, no, no. <laughs> who, Couldn't who it be more would... than two fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, and then yeah. they say, oh, I think we're in for a little surprise. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where we get a... This is where they're around reading a letter. Yeah, so they receive a letter to the house to let them know that the... Uh, I guess the government is compulsorily... Compulsorily... I can't fucking say Compulsorily that. Uh, acquiring. That, <laughs> yeah, acquiring their house. And it's like they're... Acquiring it compulsory, uh, so, <laughs> so they're taking their house and they get to stay. Um, they're offered seventy thousand uh, dollars for the house Ooh. and land, which I was going to call my dad last night to see if that would have been a fair price um, mm. for a house in Coolaroo in nineteen ninety seven. So, uh, any of the uh, older timers uh, want to let us know um, if you think that's a fair price. It would have. I don't think it now been that would have fly at all. Yeah, I don't think it would have been too far yeah. off because, you know, now any land that's not like out in the sticks is going to be worth at least mm. like 400000 just the land itself. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it would have been that far off. I know that my, I think my dad, when he bought his house in like the, um, oh, I don't even know what <laughs> what decade, but it was like 30000 or, yeah. or something like that. But yeah. I mean, 70000 probably wouldn't, it's not even enough for a deposit now on um, anything no. near that. Well, even them at the end of the movie were talking about... Obviously, it's not a great spot for the house to be in, and they made the joke that the house hasn't made any value since they bought it. Yeah. Uh, But even at the sort of bit later on, they're talking about they can't afford to buy anything house. They can buy something with two bedrooms, or they can rent. Uh, Yeah. So it probably wasn't worth that much um, in the late 90s either. Yeah, it's right. Got stitched up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we meet uh, Farouk, who he might be my MVP. I think he's my MVP. Yeah, he's he's probably one of the ones. Yeah. Um, I I went with Dennis Denudo. Yeah, because he's. I think he's he's got one. a lot more. Lo- he's got a lot more lines in it, and he's actually he's actually in it more than I realised. Because he's like yeah, once he's they get to the court, he's there every time. So he's mm-hmm. he's my MVP. I think Dennis can take but, it. I think yeah, maybe yeah. Farouk's a bit too comical. Uh, but I think Dennis yeah. can. Oh, really Farouk makes me piss myself so much yeah. out of everyone. <laughs> yeah. He goes, and Farouk comes over, he goes, Hello, Mr. Kedigan. And he goes, Oh, shit, you got one of these as well. And he goes, Got what? <laughs> <laughs> so clueless. Uh, and then he realizes that they're doing the whole street, and then he quickly mm-hmm. uh, he goes, Oh, shit, Jack. And then he jumps over some hedges, uh, and then mm. um, he goes up to Jack and he says, Someone's gonna take me house, Daryl, which just breaks your heart yeah. like straight away. I know. I wrote. I wrote. I was very sad when I like. That's just yeah. a very sad moment. Yeah. Yeah, it was very sad. Um, and he sort of heads over to the municipal offices, and he talks about the airport. And she's like sort of explaining it to him about how the airport's expanding to uh, mm-hmm. take your expanding your house. And he goes, "Yeah, but where's the agreement with me?" Um, and then she goes, "Oh, I know how upsetting these things can be. I mean, you can't." And then she goes. And then he goes, will you stop pretending to be on my side? Which I thought was just a really good sort of, like, cut the bullshit and just tell me what's going yeah. on. And then she's like, okay, there's a ironclad agreement with state, federal, and um, and local government around this sort of stuff. And he, he goes, yeah, well, where's the agreement with me, uh, Dale John, Dale, whatever, John Kerrigan or whatever his yeah. name is. Um, and then he sort of ends up just leaving 
there and then the song take your time by paul kelly which i'm excited to get some paul kelly into this uh it's this playlist because <laughs> yeah. uh, paul kelly's probably one of my musical idols i absolutely love him um yeah. so yeah be happy to get him in there uh and he's really, i love how he's just got the two greyhounds chained up at the front as well <laughs> yeah i was trying to i was gonna do a bit of research to see where this it's must be some sort of town hall I assume maybe like the it one looks, in Coburg or something. It something. looks like Fitzroy Carlton sort of yeah. area. But he couldn't have walked the dogs there, so he wouldn't have to driven with the dogs in the back. <laughs> yeah, um, true. That's what I was trying to think, if anywhere closer, which maybe there's one in yeah. Brody, who knows? Yeah. Uh, maybe not that nice. Uh, but we go to Dennis Denudo's office, which that's obviously Sydney Road that he's walking down. Like It could be anywhere yeah. other than Sydney Road, I don't think. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he's talking to Dennis about how he wants him to represent him and get him his house back, but Dennis doesn't think that his law knowledge is good enough. He goes, "This is my yeah. area. Um, no, this is law." He doesn't understand Convey, that there's conveyance. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If there's, if you're a lawyer, you should know every part yeah. of law, which I assumed as a kid. But as you're growing up and getting new friends that work in law, you realize it's a whole. Yeah. kettle of fish that you didn't really understand when you were a oh, kid yeah. he goes come uh, on mate you helped Wayne and he goes yeah and he got 8 years <laughs> <laughs> and then he ends up just saying I'll make some calls and that's he's pretty yeah. happy with with that effort yeah um, he'll do a ring around yeah. which is like the most Aussie way of saying like I'll try yeah. <laughs> I'll do my best and he asked him about Wayne and you could sort of see that it's like really cutting when he asked about Wayne. Like it's sort of like, oh shit. Like, yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's still, it's still with him. Yeah. And it's kind of weird, the whole Wayne stuff. Like it adds a little bit uh, to the movie and everything, but yeah. it's just, maybe it just shows that, you know, all families are going through a bit something different and yeah, this is what right. Wayne got into. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird addition to the movie uh, once you a think bit about of, it. Bit of Paul Kelly, how to make gravy about that? Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> it's all all related to Paul Kelly. That's right. It's a Paul <laughs> Kelly movie. <laughs> it all comes back to Paul Kelly. Uh, um, but Dale, Dale yeah. talks about how he dad doesn't bring his worries home, um, and they're around the dinner table again. And this is the classic scene where uh, go tell him what you did, Dale. Oh, Dale dug a hole. <laughs> I just love it. Like, even as a kid, I didn't. That was the one that I sort of did understand. I'm like, is there something more to it? It's like, no. He just yeah. literally dug a hole. That well, was like, it. I think it was for the extension or something. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. thought he just randomly dug a hole. I'm like, that's yeah, good, that's good what I thought. Like, there's something, <laughs> yeah. something wrong I with this he, guy. But I think he mentioned it for a fence post or something like that. But like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, his dad's yeah. just dad's just so proud of him for doing anything. <laughs> it's just so nice. It's so wholesome. And then he goes. Um, and then the, uh, Sal brings over the food. It's like, what's oh, what do you call this? She goes, chicken. He goes, oh, what's this on top of it? Seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, seasoning. Looks like everyone's kicked a goal. <laughs> I might start using that. That's a very good one. Oh, that's that's a ripper. Everyone's kicked a goal. <laughs> but I remember growing up. I don't think we had too much seasoning as kids. We had a bit of salt and pepper. But nah, mum really a... is like Vegeta, I think was the most sort of... Yeah, like, Vegeta. Close, is the Everyone's closest got thing we got. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, <laughs> that was, that was about at, it. 
My spice drawer, it's got shit I never even use. It's got some... Mate, spice rack, like... spice rack, spice rack. Yeah, yeah. I've got, like, you got your go-tos, you got your paprika, you got your uh, garlic powder, uh, which yeah. are your go-tos, you know, every day. But there's a lot in there you buy yeah. once, like Moroccan seasoning. I'm never going to use this again. Yeah. <laughs> use it like one time. I did um, like, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. No, actually, Moroccan seasoning is mine as well. It just sits there. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, yeah. Sam said, we'll use this, we'll use this. Never use it. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then they talk about they end up buying the ergonomic chairs. So, like, you can actually see them mm-hmm. sitting on, like, the most uncomfortable-looking things ever with, like, kneeling down. And then they said mum's already started to jazz hers up. It's, like, just a pink one with, like, fluffy sort of, yeah. like, weird paint and stuff. I wrote down mum um, really pimped out her ergonomic chair. Yeah. <laughs> Pimp my ergonomic <laughs> Pimp my chair. Right. That's another TV show right there. <laughs> um and then he's, and then they goes back to the narrating of Dale, and he goes, uh, "When the but Dad had a strict rule: when the family starts to eat, the TV is definitely turned down." <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, then they, I think someone says, "Oh, Dad, it's seven o'clock or whatever it is." He goes, yeah, "All right, 7:30. time for some fun." And they're watching uh, Red Faces, uh, which is a which yeah. is an iconic sort uh, of like, hey, it's a massive. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. Sorry, so, but Red yeah, Faces yeah. was the. Uh, the segment one of the there. segments yeah. yeah yeah and then they're watching and then they're watching it and they're pissing themselves laughing and basically what it was was there was a person that would sort of do a sketch and then if someone if they didn't like him red simons would gong the gong yeah so as they're watching he's pissing himself laughing and all of a sudden he goes oh gong him red <laughs> <laughs> and they say that there's only one show better than hey hey it's saturday it's the best of Hey Hey and it's Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. And I yeah. love, it's just so Aussie bogan as well. It's just like yeah. simple people enjoying simple things and just having an absolute ball and <laughs> loving it. Like, it's just perfect. Um, <laughs> and he talks about how on the fun nights he'd think about his brother in jail, which is kind of a sweet thing, but sad at the same time yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, the next scene is that Dennis lets them know that he's taking the child to administrative court um, or whatever that is so yep. some sort of lower level of local council um, he says it's a ripper uh, you're a ripper Dennis which is another good Aussie wine and um, as the well the, sal- plane, the plane's going over at that time as well oh, yeah, yeah, I you said you're really a bloody anything. ripper Dennis <laughs> <laughs> um, and does that when Sal makes that really weird looking chandelier thing yeah. like, I don't even know <laughs> what, what the it hell is, is that? It's like it's like a magazine clipping around a light. Like that's all yeah. it is. It's so bad. Um, Steve makes it. Steve gets a phone call about an overhead projector for one hundred and fifty dollars. Tell him he's dreaming, mm-hmm. which um, it actually yeah. does come up in a second soon as well. So we'll hold on to that. Um, mm-hmm. And then he said, "Oh, worry, uh, he said we've got a trial on Monday." And then Sal goes, don't rub it on. He goes, when do I rub it on? You rub it on, Dale. <laughs> Another Aussie slang just means yeah. talking a bit too um, much. Yeah. And then they're going, says, they're going to Bonnie Doon yeah. on Friday um, and the trials yeah. on Monday. And then I think uh, uh, Dale goes, mom, Price is Right is on. Uh, so yeah. to go oh, hang on. All right, Dale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they go pick up Trace and Con from the airport who came back from their honeymoon in Thailand. And I think showing maybe it's just the naivety of the family or how Australia was at the time. Um, but Thailand seems so like 
out of the picture and na- like yeah, not native. I think to it's everyone, like a so it's the place to it's go. It's like an Aus- It's an Aussie thing to either go to Thailand or Bali. Like it's sort of like that one yeah. that just sort of everyone goes to because like it's pretty much the closest. But yeah, I think for them they're talking about how sort of exotic um, of yeah, a place yeah. it could be as well. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned before, because they live so close to the airport, they walked home and they took a trolley, uh, which I found so funny. Like, I remember this <laughs> and at, I was that actually, scene as a kid. I actually dropped Sabina off at the airport on Friday and I actually looked for, I think I found it because it's the new Terminal 4 turnoff where they actually walk back. But they've obviously changed oh, the signing, so, so it's very hard yeah, to yeah. see. I tried to see it as well. Like, yeah, it's. It, I think back then it would have been... But I still think even back then it would have been a high-trafficked area. So they did well to even film there, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it would be very dangerous. So, and then uh, talking about their time, um, sort of, and she's saying like, oh, uh, they give you these face masks when you first walk in and they were complimentary. And then Con goes, yeah, they were for free. <laughs> <laughs> He does it. A, he does it a couple of times where, like, she says like a bigger word, and then like he dumbs it down for the family. Yeah, it's such a good. Well, such a good. His, stick. his accent is so good. Just the way he says stuff yeah. and the, like his mannerisms. <laughs> and I like you grew up, as you said, in uh, Sunshine, and I went to school in yeah. Broadmeadows. So I think we know a lot of these characters. They're just like yeah. upfront and like blatant. <laughs> and it's like he plays into that role uh, really well. Yeah. He just like, and he does it. I like it even when he talks about sort of the legal proceedings later, how he talks about, with the bigger words and like sort of how his like feelings are towards the justice system. Yeah. And yeah, he does a really good job. Um, they mentioned that the, uh, he mentions it was the first time that someone from our family has gone further than Alice Springs, which is mm-hmm. kind of sweet in a way. Um, and then in on the on the plane, so Tracy's explaining. So on the tra- mm-hmm. uh, plane, you get to choose between chicken or beef, Wellington, and then Mum goes beef Wellington. And then Dale, she's trying to explain to him what like beef Wellington is. Like, it's just so amazed with even the air, the airplane fruit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Dale was being just a bit of a, a younger brother pest at this stage, which I can relate to being the younger brother at the time. Uh, it was like, uh, what movie, oh, what movie they show on a plane? Uh, Twist, uh, Twister, uh, Twister. And he goes, was it on a big screen or a telly? Uh, telly. And then he starts to explain again. He goes, well, what was the second movie that you... And then she goes, Dale. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, what was the other one? Jumanji. That's right. Jumanji was the other one. And then they then yeah. they mentioned... So on the plane, your hair dehydrates. And then, <laughs> and then they look at Con and he goes, yeah, it loses its moisture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So yeah. just, he just gets yeah. me... He's just, yeah, no, 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 he got me. So great. He got me too. I- <laughs> All right, that was a ha 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 for me in my notes. Not even a lamau. It got the extra level. Damn. Um, (laughs) But they're giving away their gifts uh, from the trip. They give Daryl a samurai sword that's handcrafted. He's not even going to take it out. Uh, It's going straight to the floor. Uh, They get a genuine Rolex for $15. um, And (laughs) the person they bought it off is going to mail them the warranty later. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Just, yeah, naive, naive, <laughs> naive people. Um, and yeah, they're just fascinated by the Thailand culture and just sort of how different things are as well, which is, yeah, which is very sweet. Um, so Dale uh, goes and sees, what's, uh, Wayne uh, in Wayne, prison. Yep. Um, and he gives him a present, which is an elephant with the trunk up, which represents good luck. 
Um, Wayne asks if he's going to Bonnie Doon. He goes, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't want to feel too bad that him and the family going away to Bonnie Doon while he's stuck there. Um, and he goes, just in case he didn't want to feel bad, I didn't tell him we're going to Doon. And he's like, so we left soon after that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Bonnie Doon is a place. It's on Lake Ilden, which is a uh, uh, an amazing lake as well. It's pretty pretty beautiful place down there i think we got we got a houseboat uh, around that area and it's just a it's just a great was, we don't have one we rented it for a couple of nights mm-hmm. but uh, it's a beautiful place to go to and i think i had my yeah. first bucks near bonnie dune as well which was yeah uh, pretty fun. went through bonnie dune uh, on the way yeah. there or the way we did at least yeah and you can even still see um the house that they have at bonnie dune as well um there so you can still visit that i'm not sure where exactly but there is a way you can visit that yeah i um i saw a joke when i was looking at the the person who bought the house um in strathmore at the end of the article they said they might even put the house at bonnie dune i said you guys are hilarious what a joke (laughs) you bloody ripper Uh, (laughs) you bloody ripper um and then he so dad's singing the song we're going to bonnie dune and then uh, Dale goes. Oh, it was a bit repetitive though, and it's basically just him yeah. saying those words over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> um, anyway, they're driving, and all of a sudden you hear beep, 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 and then you hear Steve go, "Dad, radar!" And he, they slow down, and they look at like the they look at all look off to the side at the same time, and he goes, "How much did that cost? Seventy bucks. Just paid for itself. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely mm-hmm. genius." Um, he says that it's a little town on it. The best way to explain it, it's a little town on a big lake. Uh, he goes, especially when the water levels are, are no, it's, it's beautiful this time of year, especially when the water levels are down. And that's just, <laughs> if anyone that knows anything, it just signifies how bad a, a place can look is when the water levels are down, uh, which is a bit of an ongoing battle with Lake Hilden as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said that it took five years to build this place. So he bought it as like a packet home and sort of shipped it out yeah. there and did it himself. Well, they said that they got the property for a bargain and they couldn't figure out why. And then it zoomed out and there's massive power lines on the property. (laughs) So it just keeps buying like a really cheap property with planes running through it or power lines coming through it as well. (laughs) Perfect. Um, So yeah, he sort of built it up there. And so they talk about how we're the luckiest family in the world, how we've got a, Mm -hmm. um, how they've got a, a holiday house, which to be fair... I'd take a holiday house like that when I was younger too. I would have absolutely loved it. So um, yeah. that would have been pretty nice. And he goes, he's, he's, he always says he loves the serenity of it. He goes, how's the serenity of it? He goes, not a sound. And you can just hear like the buzzing of like the the, uh, <laughs> the um, bugs and then like the power lines and everything. Yeah. I think I think you just love that word. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, and he goes, if there's, not, if there's something that dad loves more than serenity, it's a two-stroke engine going full ball. And then it's just them on the, them on the river. It's going... <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, yeah, so the next thing is they're on basically Lake Yildon. They don't call it Lake Yildon, but it is Lake Yildon. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of... Dad loves it out there, and they're riding on the boat like full, full steam. And he goes, uh, Dad... Oh, he goes, Dad, look at that. He goes, where? He goes, back there. <laughs> that was another your one dad. of my dad's favorite ones. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, your dad loves saying that yeah. one too. <laughs> um, um, they on. wanted to find a good spot to go fishing. Um, he goes, this looks like a good spot. 
um, and they just start going fishing. They get yeah. the ugly stick, which um, is the best stick on the market, according yeah. to uh, Daryl. And he can bend itself, or he can bend it right around on itself. Um, it is, a, it is a real, it is a real fishing rod too. The yeah. Ugly stick. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and they're going fishing. He got he gets a nibble. Uh, what's this? I got ten uh, percent brains. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So catching a fish is ten yeah. percent brains, ninety percent mu- muscle, and the rest is good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and as well for fishing, like if you just try to, it's just like such like a a deadbeat way of trying to catch a fish and just trying to muscle it to the top, like not letting yeah. it go. Like it's just. <laughs> um, and he said, we each knew how to is like luckily we each knew how to muscle a fish and it's like to see his massive mm-hmm. carp which can actually be pretty decent fighting fish with especially yeah. the size that they were catching and it's just them like reeling it in as hard as they can which you're very likely to lose <laughs> to snap your line very quickly and it's got them like him steve and daryl just looking back at the camera like giving a yeah. thumbs up or yeah. having the time of their <laughs> yeah. life just trying to reel in the fish I wonder if they did actually go fishing and catch a shitload of fish there. Like they just made a day of it or something. That'd be pretty cool. Well, they said they only uh, caught like four carp, which sounds pretty realistic. Yeah. So I can see why not. And it was no. What was the other one? Four carp, and there was redfin or something. Redfin. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then we go back to uh, Tracy and Sal talking about. sort of talking about life and sort of things that are happening. She goes, I'm not having kids until I'm at least 23. And the mum goes, oh, times have changed. <laughs> Which yeah. now, I mean, if you have kids at 30, you're considered a young parent. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's times if you have changed. And they say that this is a very Aussie thing. It's like, you know, Jenny, mm-hmm. Jenny, Jenny. No, microwave Jenny. <laughs> it's just like, they <laughs> yeah, know exactly yeah. what they're talking about too. Well, everyone was called Jenny, so you needed a way yeah, to differentiate your Jennies, you know. <laughs> um, talking about um, fake yeah. flowers as well. Like, the trick is you make them real, but not too real. Just real enough to know that they're fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good line. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we find out that Sally's a bit... Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Talk about how... Yeah, with Tracy, how she's worried about the house. They talk about how they uh, go back... Because Coco was feeling a bit seasick, but it's a flat lake. Um, yes, so it's a flat lake. <laughs> um, and Steve wasn't feeling that flash either. And he's seen, yeah. looked like he's yeah. going to chuck up in the <laughs> boat. Coco just go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Con's doing his uh, kickboxing training. Do they already have a uh, punching bag there, or did Con bring yeah. it up? Oh, I reckon, reckon Con would have brought it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I love it how he's just sort of talking about, oh, look at the discipline on him. Me, it's me and you sitting <laughs> having a beer and he's out there doing that. And Tracy's holding the bag. He's like, hold it still, Trace. Hold it still. <laughs> um, and then he's got the dogs tied up around a, around a tree and they're like scared of like cotton kicking the bag. And he goes, he goes, he goes, look at the dogs. Don't they love it? <laughs> shitting themselves. Yeah. Um, and he goes, oh, smell that. Two-stroke. <laughs> <laughs> he does love his two-stroke. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Uh, then they're having dinner, and he goes, who ordered medium rare? And he's just like charred to the shit house. Yeah. <laughs> like, he goes, oh. he goes check, check that, Steve. Might be a little under <laughs> Yeah, I got that too. 
Um, they say uh, we don't we don't have places like this in Thailand. Oh, they don't have places like this in Thailand. Yeah. It says it's unfair to compare any place at Bonnie Doon. Yeah. Why would you want to go there and not here? Yeah. Um, he talks about it's it's full of it, the place is full of culture, and then Tracy goes chockers. <laughs> <laughs> chockers full of culture. They've, they've got this one. They've got this one uh, TV channel kickboxing 24 hours a day <laughs> <coughs> that probably exists now to be honest yeah oh absolutely yeah you'd be able to get that now mm-hmm. like in australia yeah. easily um and then so they're at the front on the porch sort of um talking just about sort of all the things and he goes one of the sony walkmans he goes with the presets yeah and mega bass Australian. He goes, but I bet someone like you could have got him down even further. (laughs) Um, And then they're just sitting out there and he goes, how's the serenity? And you hear the bug zapping in the background. He goes, not a sound. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then we're at home and they have to move the car. Um, And it's probably one of the more... Aussie scenes this list like yeah. can you move the Chimera I need to get to Tirana so I can get out the Commodore um, I've got the keys to the Cortina um, if I'm going to get <laughs> move the Chimera yeah but watch the boat <laughs> like, yeah. I think, it's I so think hard. Daniel uh, Daniel can quote that line those, that line off by heart as well he knows that one <laughs> that's, that's a good one <coughs> I liked in the um, one of the new Thor movies it's directed by Taika Waititi um, and it's got a lot of sort of Aussie references or New Zealand references and yeah. one of the ships the, all the ships were named after like Holden models uh, so one yeah. of them was like oh get him into the Commodore I'm like yes we did it we got in there <laughs> um, so this made me think about that uh, probably on a smaller yeah. scale <laughs> we've got uh, uh, so I've got here yeah. how he, it says how the individual can who can stand up for what is right. So basically just talking about the reason he's going to court and um, yeah. sort of like how he's getting, why he's doing it. Um, he talks about, they said, oh, so you're here to dispute the, uh, how much compensation he goes, I'm not interested in comp- compensation. And mm-hmm. so he's basically defending himself and he goes, what's your argument? And he's sort of like, you can't just take my house. He goes, under what law? And he goes, the law of common bloody sense. Um, so it's just like he knows that there's an he knows that he's right, but he just can't afford or just doesn't yeah. get his point across at all uh, in like a legal mm-hmm. sense. And the judge is sort of yeah, um, yeah, just going uh, no. And he basically says it's not a house, it's a home, and a man's home is his castle, which is mm-hmm. uh, actually a line that is used later on in the movie as well. Yeah, um, he goes. So he says he knows it's wrong, but can't give a good reason for it. Um, and he goes, I rest my case. And as soon as he does that, Farouk's in the background with his uh, training <laughs> gear on. He goes, like clapping him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he goes, Farouk thought he won, but Farouk was Farouk was wrong. And then it sort of just says mm-hmm. that they lost the case. Yeah. And he's talking about how it's a house. Um, oh, it's it's not a house. It's his home, which is very similar to a man's home is his castle, which is, of course is the name of the movie. Um, but he's yeah. talking to uh, Farouk afterwards about, you know, how they lost the case and the deal. Cause I might get you to take uh, what Farouk's line is because I think you'll enjoy it uh, more than <laughs> me. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, you go for it. 
Uh, so he goes, oh, first he goes, oh, I just wanted to do that. No, Mr. Kerrigan, you did good. He goes, please call me Daryl. Okay, Mr. Daryl. <laughs> so I wanted to get that one done. And they go, anyway, so he goes, uh, they say six, so the, how much they offer you for your house? 65,000. They say plane fly overhead, drop value. In Beirut, plane fly over uh, heads, drop bomb. I like this plane better. <laughs> yeah um and basically we find out that jack can't afford anything else as well mm-hmm. and that's for me that's yeah. for second best line his next his best line's yeah. coming up soon <laughs> yeah well it's it's is that the same guy that played tony the yugoslav in uh I world boy so but i don't think so i think it's somebody Let's different look it, up. look it up yeah um, i'll look it up you jump in as you're doing that uh, it says, how long have you lived here for, Jack? He goes, three years. He goes, no, 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 in the area. <laughs> he goes, 57 years. <laughs> that was so good. 57 years, and they're trying to kick you out on your ass. And he goes, I'm not going to stand for it. And he's basically, if they, if they, if as lawyers they want to do, I'll pull out the big guns. And the next thing you see is <laughs> Dennis DeNudo's uh, law office. And you'd see him and goes, mm-hmm. these fucking photocopiers, I cleaned that tray <laughs> 10 fucking times. And he goes, hold on a second, Daryl. And then he looks at the, the screen, he goes, F3, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of my dad's um, favorite ones too. He's yeah. a very big Dennis the Nudo fan, Stan. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it is. Be. It's uh, it's Tony of the oh, Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a pisser. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and he says, oh, I'm not... He says, I'm not qualified to do that kind of stuff. I do conveyancing such and such. And he points to his uh, degree and he goes, what do you mean you're not qualified? Um, and he's, they said it's over both of their heads or something like that. It's just too mm-hmm. big for him. Um, he mentions the Barlow Group. So the Barlow Group's worth heaps and they own Airlink and they're going to mm-hmm. uh, get their weight. He goes, basically, yep. the, and then D- Daryl goes... The reason they get their way is because people like us don't stand up to them, which he's 100% right mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then he's sort of saying like, and Dennis is continuing to um, dissuade him, saying, you know, don't do it. And then he gets real, he, this is where he loses his cool for the first time. He goes, fuck Dennis, it's my fucking house. You're not going to run scared yeah. on me. And it's like, you sort of realize like him swearing and sort of getting upset. It's the first time he realizes that he knows he's in trouble and he just really wants to fight for this yeah um so yeah daryl started to get really heated about the whole situation um and what it really means um a quick scene where uh they're watching tv at home with tracy and the postcard just arrived that they sent from thailand um and i think postcards always arrive like months too late i don't know what's going on with postcards but they're always like two months late I i went away when i was in primary school and i sent a postcard um and it arrived when I was at school. <laughs> so we got to read it out together. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. Um, but he's talking to Tracy about, um, they're watching Channel 9 and they're talking about how the models look great, but they have shit hair. And he's just really Ripper, talking up Ripper, Tracy. Ripper bodies. Sorry, it was his Ripper wording. bodies, Ripper but bodies. nothing in the hair department. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just talking up Tracy uh, to say that she's so good at hairdressing, they could use those services at Channel 9. Um, Steve is going to buy a, a pole pit uh, from Trading Post. He goes, that's where Minutes give their sermons from. $800? Dream it. Uh, so a bit too <laughs> so much for I, him. I looked it up. I looked up a pole pit, and if it's what I think it is, it's where you land for um, pole vaulting. 
Okay. It's you, one might, of those, you might have been wrong there. It's one of those... No, no. So he, yeah, yeah, he says it's where the minister gives his sermon from. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's actually just like a, a pole, a pole vaulting landing yeah. spot. <laughs> so random, some of the shit that they're talking about on this. Um, that might have been a good price then. I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Now, <laughs> now they're at least worth two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, he's just being really nice to Tracy, Dad, in this mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. Um, and then he sort of, and then. Dale walks in and he goes, I thought of Wayne and wondering if the elephant's trunk was still up. <laughs> it's like a, a ceramic statue and he's wondering if the yeah. trunk is still up. Yeah, so I think Dale might be a bit slow. I think that's what they're finding oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Or, if, um, or that was just a very good metaphor or he's a bit slow. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, I don't think there's um, metaphors on that level. Yeah. Um, and Dennis is in his office. Uh, working on a statement seeking an injunction, which I'm not 100% sure what that means, uh, but he's yeah. sending it across to different sort of legal offices. Um, and he sends it through to Hammersley and Laycock, which seems to be the... Um, what's the brand called? Sorry, let me roll up. Uh, the like the place that bought everything. Um, uh, Barlow Group. Barlow Group. So I think that's the Barlow Group's lawyer, the Hammersley... Yeah and yep. Laycock um, and they sort of read Dennis's message that he sent through about the Kerrigan situation um, and is it he does he call the house um, does he call the Kerrigan's house is that who's on the phone then yeah so he's sort of like yeah. relaying the I think yeah. uh, Dennis is relaying the message to them yeah um, so he's saying that like Daryl's in the roof and they're trying to sort of speak to each other or doesn't roof. They're trying to put in a, uh, beam supporting the house and they're going to put a hold on the mezzanine for now. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and they're going to put a hold on the spiral staircase, um, for now as well. That, like, yeah, why no, do they goes, need yeah, a spiral staircase? He goes, you got to let me know. Cause I've got that. Cause the guy's holding the spiral staircase for me. <laughs> um, and then the next you see Dale, he goes, dad, Dug another hole. It's filled with water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he might be a bit slow. Um, Dennis Boy. is meeting up with one of the lawyers from the Hammersley and Laycock group. Um, and he still can't work out his coffee machine. He goes, he cleared tray three three fucking times. Uh, clear, clear that tray three <laughs> fucking times. Um, but yeah, so the lawyer group is really trying to sweep everything under the rug and say that they made a mistake and undervalued the house and he's going to offer another 25k just for them to shut up and not worry about everything anymore um and yeah he pretty much advises that they take the offer and he's in a bit of a threatening um way about it um he doesn't want he wants uh, Mr. Kerrigan to take the offer and stop delay or spoiling or any plans. He goes, are you threatening me? He goes, no, it's just a strong recommendation. Um, yeah. But he's definitely saying it at the same time. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, he calls and then and yeah. says, tell, tell them to get stuffed. He goes, just, uh, just doesn't want to, he just doesn't want to move basically. And then yep. uh, he, he said, they're not going to be happy. He goes, do they threaten do they threaten me? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. 
and Dennis is warning um, against, uh, basically warning against them. And I've had something down here, but I didn't finish it. But basically, just <laughs> warning and saying like, you know, these guys mean business. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're at home, um, and it's late at night, and Sal gives Daryl some ice cream. He goes, "What do you do with it? Scoop it out of the punnet." <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is the first time you see Dad sort of, uh, Daryl a little bit pissed, like down in the dumps about what's happening. As yeah, well. yeah. Um, and there, Sal tells a story about how they met, uh, which was at the Meadows. We assume she was on a date with Big Bob Thompson. Yeah, um, it's like, oh, what's he doing now? It's like, oh, I think he runs a construction company, so he's doing yeah. quite well for himself. No, uh, like big he's Bob digging, Thompson he's digging up fence posts in Adelaide. Yeah, he runs a construction company. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so they're talking about like how the they're at thing. the meadows. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the whole thing is like yeah. he, she, he asked her out, um, mm-hmm. and she said she was with someone, and he completely backed off, and she just said, "Um, he's like, oh, I from that moment on, I knew he was the right one because of his morals," mm-hmm. and then he goes, "Hook, line, and sinker." Which is another another line that I use as well. Another one. This one, yep. and he goes, "It's because of that, because I'm on his, because of his principles, and that's why I love him." Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a knock at the door, um, and he opens the door, and there's a chopper reed looking bloke with a leather jacket that <laughs> <laughs> opens the door. Which I remember as a kid seeing this, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a bit freaky that someone's doing this." And he goes, "Mr. Kerrigan," yeah. he goes, "Who are you? Are you with the council?" He goes, "No, I'm not with the council. I'm just passing on a message." Messages: Take the money and shut up. And then Daryl just not backing down at all. He goes, fuck off, mate. Fuck off. And he goes, and he goes, I'm just passing on a message, mate. You should watch your mouth. And he goes, next thing you see, Steve come with a rifle pointing it at this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the best lines, he goes, you heard my dad now. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, and then the guy like uh, backs backwards and basically says, you, you know, just be careful. And then, walks out with his hands at his head and he, gets, he closes the door. He goes, what the fuck was that? Like, uh, sorry, Daryl to Steve. Yeah. And he goes, um, where'd, where'd you get it? And he goes, trading post. What do they want for it? Uh, so what'd you pay for it? 180. What was he asking? 250. He was dreaming. He goes, get rid of it. Sell it. Um, <laughs> and yeah. yeah. So yeah, Daryl wakes up in the middle of the night and he hears that someone uh, broke his windshield. Um, so he wants to pass on a message of his own. Uh, so they roll up with their tow truck uh, to Toolrack, uh, which is, I know, is quite a bougie suburb in Melbourne. Probably one of the most bougiest. Yes. Um, and he's talking to the person through the like fence intercom. intercom. Um, so it's like 2am in the morning I don't know how much conversation you're going to have there um, <laughs> but yeah they uh, sort, of, sort of settle down we just need to keep our cool um, they don't want to do anything stupid but then they rip off the fence from the guy and they sort of drag it yep. um, to their house and if you're dragging that fence from Toolrack to supposedly Coolaroo or even Strathmore um, that's going to take at least half an hour, and just going to have let that dragon this, all the way there. Let me work this out. Yeah. You, you keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna work this out. <laughs> yeah. So even at two a.m., I think that might have been a bit suspicious. 
Um, <laughs> it's cool. going there. Um, but the next scene, a quick scene is um, they get a knock at the door and it's a local police officer uh, who is, we find out, is one of Daryl's friends. Um, he asks him if you're in the Turak area early this morning. And they go, Daz, you know, we know that you did it, um, but don't be stupid. Um, you'll end up losing more than just this house. You have to do it all the right way. And he goes, Daz, put those gates around the back. So he says <laughs> the um, the Turak house's gates in their front yard. He goes, oh, yeah, good idea. Uh, I looked it up, 35-minute drive. Um, <laughs> and but as soon as I looked up Turak, the first thing was a house with two, with like the gates on it. That was like the first, yeah. <laughs> the first image on Google Maps. So it was absolutely perfect. But yeah, 35 minutes of driving a gate, driving gates around the back. Yeah, no. Um, um, he's, yeah, I'll, I'll let you take this because this is Farouk's um, best line, yeah. but they're having a meeting with uh, all the people. So it's, uh, Farouk, uh, the neighbor, and another woman neighbor um, that lives in the yep. area too. So basically, he said he had a visit from a hired thug, and then Farouk goes, "Yeah, me too." He said, uh, "Stop with the court business, or he get friend to come t- and beat me." I say, "You have friend, I have friend. My friend come to your house, put bond on your car, and blow you to fucking sky." <laughs> he goes, "He's scared and he run away." I don't have friend like this, but people think I'm Arab. I have bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh far out so he's just absolutely ripper i think i could quote that one off by heart as well i looked at the screen then but i could have quoted it i reckon um and he goes you're a bloody ripper farouk that's fucking fantastic <laughs> he goes excuse the french yvonne get your hand off it daryl <laughs> um basically so and then basically saying like how much it's going to cost them to mm-hmm. uh to do this uh he goes do you want to go yeah, with the it? legal the jack? legal feeds for dennis denudo yeah yeah that's right and he goes yeah. do you want to go ahead with it and go jack and jack goes yeah fuck him which from the older <laughs> bloke is pretty good to see <laughs> yeah. and then this is where he brings out his overhead projector that they were talking about before <laughs> so he's clearly finding a use for mm-hmm. it and he goes now that's fifteen hundred dollars so 150 dollars for each of you and then it's like his little like shitty graph that he's got with like two little arrows pointing off of how many people. Yeah. And he goes, uh, it basically says to Jack, um, I know you can't Jack, um, so I've got you covered. And he goes, oh, thanks, mate. I'll pay you back. And then um, and then he goes, Farouk? He goes, I pay cash now. And he goes, no, 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 no. Hang on. What is it with wogs and cash? <laughs> Which that's another frequent from- one. Yeah from my dad there's just always cash around there's no like doesn't yeah. tap and go there's no it's just <laughs> always the catch um, um yeah and then so basically said, about is that. this dennis guy any good and he goes he's a he's a lawyer this is and this is the law so it must must be mm-hmm. fine i'm just realizing as well we've been dealing with a lagging internet i think because i think i've been a little bit behind for this most part so if it uh I'm yeah sorry. i apologize if it's a little bit like that guys <laughs> in the uh, in the audio um we go to court where we find out dennis has no idea what he's doing um and farouk's back there wearing a tuxedo so he told him <laughs> to dress up a bit more for the next case uh, but he's back there wearing a yeah. tux which is a bit too much and I like how him and Daryl are giving each other thumbs up uh, throughout the whole like hearing. Yeah. They got no idea what's going on. 
but yeah, they just have no idea what they're doing. And he's looking through the constitution. It's just saying it's the vibe of it. There's no general sort of part of it. And the laws, the judge is telling him to be a bit more specific. Um, but he sort of mentions a section on copyrights and it's all the part of it. Um, he goes, do you have a precedent to support your vibe? And he goes, oh, who's that famous Aboriginal person? He goes, oh, Kathy Freeman of Von Goolagong. Von Goolagong. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes, Marbo. Um, so it's a, I didn't do too much research into this. You might know a bit more um, based yeah, on Mar- your year 12 class. Yeah, Marbo is basically about um, the acquisition of Aboriginal land and the fighting for, yeah. um, for, the, for the right to keep that land, which... You know, it does in a way it sort of relates, but it's about Aboriginal and sort of like their the idea of she says terra nullius, which basically means like the land was not occupied before people came on. So it's not really the same, but it's uh, mm-hmm. to do with land and acquisition of land. Yeah. Um, Dennis approaches the bench, and he asks the judge if he's just wasting his time, um, or if he's got a ballpark, like if he's in a ballpark or anything. Yeah. And the judge is really nice. He's like, I want to help yeah. you, uh, but yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's not going too well on your side. He goes, I think I've got a good one. He goes, yeah, I think I've got a yeah. good one. <laughs> uh, he sums up what he says and he goes, it's the it's the vibe, it's Marbo, it's the mm-hmm. law. He goes, I'll rest my case. Um, and then Daryl's just absolutely wrapped with it. And then the lawyer mm-hmm. just goes, I don't want to waste any of your time. Uh, our cases mentioned in these documents and then that was all that he did because <laughs> he knew that he mm-hmm. had him by the balls um, yeah and um, yeah so that was it that they go for a short recess mm-hmm. um, yeah so Daryl's going to go for a breather and a bit of a walk and he starts chatting to someone who is Bud Tingwell so it's like an Australian uh, acting legend yep. he plays What's his character's name? Uh, Lawrence. Uh, Laurie. Yeah. Um, so he goes, yep. he's saying, oh, it's his son's first appearance. And Doug goes, oh, you reckon he'll get off? He goes, no, he's a <laughs> he's a barrister. <laughs> the great line. Uh, yeah. And he goes, oh, a barrister? You need a degree for that. He goes, yeah, a couple actually. And he goes, um, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a daughter. Diploma certificate of hairdressing. The day she came back from Sunshine Tape was the proudest <laughs> moment of my life. Um, and he goes, I, "You won't dream of doing what your son's doing. You get amazed by the kids and what they would do." Um, yeah. And then he goes, which you know comes back later, but uh, he sort of mentions his case to him, and so he goes, "I've never heard of Dennis Denudo." Um, oh, because he asks, "Who have you got running it?" Uh, he goes, yeah, yeah. "I've never heard of Dennis Denudo." And he goes, "Oh, he does conveyancing, wills, petty theft." <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway he's been real nice to laurie and he says oh mm-hmm. good luck with it all and he goes yeah we got mm-hmm. a pretty strong case um and the next scene is i find in favor of the respondent and mm-hmm. daryl goes yes but then dennis mm-hmm. goes it's them mate we lost and it gets really yeah. sad um after mm-hmm. that yeah so he says they just sat there for hours um, you know, with Farouk, he had no what to do. And the hardest thing was telling Jack uh, that they lost the case. 
but they were oh yeah, and that's when Con's things like I'm so impressed with your fighting quality, Mr. Kerrigan. <laughs> and he's uh disenchanted with the legal system. That's right, yep. Yeah. Um and Dale says that he was so down that he didn't compliment mum's cooking, uh, which is quite yep. sad. That's all he can do. Yeah. Um so they didn't get an extension to move out, so they have to move out in two weeks. Um, and they still haven't told Wayne yet. And they couldn't break it to him. Um, he goes, I know how to tell Wayne. It's like, oh, we lost. And like, you know. Uh, but is that... Uh, we lost. Pent- <laughs> yeah. They're at uh, Pentridge Prison um, in Coburg, which I went past there a few months ago. One of my uh, mate's girlfriends um, used to live in Coburg. And we went past there yep. um, just to have a look. And it's just a, like a really bougie... Um, it's got like units and apartments and it's got a cinema in there now but like why would you want to live there it's going to be so haunted (laughs) yeah it's going to be too scared (laughs) you've got to have balls to live around there yeah anyway um basically wayne's saying that you tell dad the only reason he loved that house is because it had mum and dad in it and the next thing is Mm -hmm. him reading a note from wayne to dad he goes and all those lawyers can get fucked he wanted me to change the get fuck part. <laughs> uh, and the next thing is like him just reminiscing over the pool room because he knows he won't be able to have a pool room at the next place. Um, he goes, Dad, you haven't let anyone down. This is Steve. He goes, Dad, you haven't let anyone down. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the opposite of letting someone down is, but you've done the opposite. <laughs> um, and this is where they go into where... Um, they don't want to, they can't buy anywhere else because they don't have enough money um, and they don't want to rent. He goes, a flat with four greyhounds, five cars and a boat. And Jack, they said that, um, told Jack they could live yeah. with them. Um, and he doesn't want to rent because um, that's wasted money. And he's really starting to understand how the Aboriginals felt about their land getting taken, which I thought was a bit weird, but... I can see where he's coming from. You can see where he's coming you know, from, but also yeah. you can see why Sally thought he was drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, uh, it talks uh, about how the yeah. land is their home and it's their memories. So he does make a good point in that in that sense. Um, and the next thing is a little bit of a visit, which is where the, this is where the movie starts to turn a little bit, which is much yeah. for the better. It gets really happy after this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got a very a lot of like sad scenes where he just comes home uh, from the <laughs> uh, court, but yeah, it's starting to turn for him. So um, Laurie comes to their house. He goes, "Hey, I heard about your decision. I didn't properly introduce myself uh, at the court. He's actually a lawyer." Um, and yeah, he goes, "Oh, we've got three degrees in the family." He goes, "Oh, I would love to see your pool room." Uh, so he assumes that yeah. every house has a pool room. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and he goes, I'm actually a QC. And then Sal goes, oh, you counsel the queen. And he goes, no, love, it's the lawyers that rich people use. And he goes, well, in a way, he goes, yeah, it's probably the best yeah. way to put it. Which, you know, it shows that Laurie's just an absolute legend. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't think Dennis is a QC. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, uh, no, he, he talks about how he does constitution. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, he wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and he goes, talks about how he deals with constitutional law. And I've looked over your case uh, and he wants to test a part of the... He, he thinks there's a part of the constitution that he could test about the government's right to acquire land. 
and and he wants to take on the case free of charge and daryl's obviously like no no we couldn't do that but he's like please i've done well for myself and i'm happy to do it Mm -hmm. yeah um and then goes pretty quick it's three weeks later they're at the high court of australia um and dennis is shitting himself um he goes i'm shitting myself daryl um (laughs) and he goes shall we he's like yeah let's stick it up and um, so yeah. <laughs> they start a fight for it. We see the judges, and they all look like Santa Claus. I wrote down they got this long yeah, red, like I don't know what they're wearing, but um, very Santa Claus feel. On. Even Laurie, yeah. and QC and the other QC have their wigs on too. Yeah, you never saw Dennis wearing a wig. I no, that's part <laughs> of his uh, his petty theft cases. Yeah. Um, um, so basically, he yeah, says, yeah, let's let's stick yeah. it up him. And then uh, Dennis, mm-hmm. Dennis even learned Roman numerals to <laughs> to help with the case. Um, and then Laurie's talking. He goes, "Let's just talk about this part here, where it says on just terms and how they relate to people." He built his house by the law. And then as he's talking about that, he goes, "He doesn't know about the extensions." <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he basically, and then uh, Dale is uh, narrating, and he goes, "Dad didn't want to admit it, but the other lawyer was good, and he's putting up a good case in terms of." Uh, mm-hmm. you know, by they did what they need to do by the law as well. And he goes, but Mr. Mr. Hamill was even better. Um, and he said something. And then the other guy goes, uh, that staped, statement was over to dictum, which I looked it up and it's an incidental remark. And then, um, and then Daryl goes, was not. And he looks at, uh, <laughs> looks at uh, Dennis and he goes, was it? And then Dennis goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they talk about like when they were um, talking about unjust terms, they're talking about the interests of the community. Um, and then Dennis noticed that the other lawyers were passing notes. So Dennis thought he would chime in too. And then he passes him a note mm-hmm. and it says, glass of water, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to take the next part? Yeah. yeah. So it's just a lot of, they get to a bit of a lot of like legal talk, which I don't understand too well. I didn't do law in year 12 like Michael. Uh, so it, uh, it, it sort of escaped much. me there. <laughs> I did business law in um, uni well, for a semester. Yeah, oh, was that we in the class cool. together? That was fun. Um, yeah. Oh, no, we but, did yeah, marketing, all... but we would have done that separately, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he talks about how even uh, Mr. Hamill's doing jokes, um, all these clever jokes, and then everyone in the court starts laughing. And Daryl goes, ha yeah, suffering your jocks, which is another good one. I don't know if suffering your jocks came from this movie or it's just a very Aussie so. term, um, but suffering your jocks was a big one um, when you're growing up. Um, and the other lawyer takes a few um, cheap shots at Daryl. goes, they offered fair compensation for that eyesore um, of a house. And Daryl says, it's called a home, you dickhead. Um, so it's getting very defensive. Um, and he's even talking about how Daryl's got a son in jail. Um, so he's just trying to demean uh, Daryl's character. Um, just and saying, you know, to, what's this guy doing? Court. Yeah, He's trying to yeah. jump the court and punch on with him. And the judge yeah, basically yeah. says, we'll take an adjournment. Um, and, you know, I want you, Mr. Hamill, you know, look after your uh, side. And he goes... Um, 
uh, says to the other bloke as well about um, not making value judgments himself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yep. an adjournment and he goes, sorry, Laurie, I just lost my cool. And he goes, no, no, don't worry. I was thinking the same thing, just not in those words. <laughs> and he's talking about sort of the house and he's rattling it all off. And uh, Dennis, Dennis goes, it's got a pretty good gait. <laughs> um, and basically Daryl bleeds his heart heart out and then he talks mm-hmm. about it's not a house it's a home and a man's home is his castle and this yeah. is where sort of uh, Laurie clicks and he goes oh yeah this is this is good um, and mm-hmm. then it goes to Mr. Hamill to, uh, he says Mr. Hamill summed up like a, and he, dad said he finished like a champion greyhound um, and that's where he mentions the difference between you can acquire a house but you can't acquire a home which you know is just yeah. a beautiful um beautiful yeah, way i've to got sum that up. too and then dennis passes a note and says fucking brilliant yeah so they find out that um it's in favor of the opponent uh, which is them he goes shit we won the case he goes you little ripper and then thanks, he goes lads. to the other lawyers. He goes, thanks, lads. Yeah, that was so good. Um, and he says, Mr. Hamill just sat there. Um, and then Daryl goes, hey, bad luck, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> That's another line. That's another yeah. one for the ages, that one. And I like it how mm-hmm. Dale said that, like, Dad always said it was good to be humble. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. he said. Um, uh, but, yeah, their case was all over the news. Um, and they called it Daryl versus Goliath, which yeah. I thought was very, very good. Yeah. Um, and they had a massive party at home that night. Um, and it just looked like a classic late 90s party of just yeah. like a table with cordial and soft drink Vic, all over it. Vic Stubby smoking inside in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Dale says that uh, Laurie even brought his son uh, to the party. And his son is Tony Martin. He's yeah. an Australian comedian. Um, I think we put him down as our Hibbert for this yeah, week. He's our Steve Hibbert. Not too all, many. Not I looked t- him up. Apparently, he's a New Zealand comedian. I looked it up on Google, and that's what they said. There you New go. New Zealand comedian. So, as Ozzy's trying to claim somebody at it again. Another but, uh, one. <laughs> we try to do it. But yeah, Tony, Tony pa- Martin is. Tony Pavlov. Pav- oh, I can't even speak. It's been a long day. Pavlov. <laughs> uh, pa- <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically said, um, invited Mr. Bo- uh, Mr. Hamill up to Bonnie Doon and he said he'd love to come. Uh, he goes, I don't think he's ever fished for carp before, <laughs> which if anyone knows, <laughs> carp's just like the, the pigs of the you sea, basically. or the, the lake. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, feral fish, uh, invasive species. Um, <laughs> and then it's sort of like afterwards, it's just a bit of a fallout of sort of all the good things yeah. and the luck that's changed. So Mr. Hamill, rep- I'll, I'll write, take this one if you don't mind. Mr. Hamill yeah, uh, represented correct. Wayne's case, uh, was eligible for parole. Uh, Dennis DeNudo, uh, so when he was eligible for parole, they said they the case almost, so the parole board almost fell out of their chairs when they saw Mr. Hamill. Um, then you've got Dennis DeNudo as seen on TV, as he, as the front of his mm-hmm. office, and he goes, he yeah. did a class action for people who had lead in the landfill. So you can imagine that <laughs> was for, uh, for um, Daryl there. He said he bought it, yep. even bought a new photocopier, one that never breaks down. Um, he said, we thought Mr. Hamill was just being nice when he came to uh, Bonnie Doom, but he, he still comes to this day. Um, and it's them mm-hmm. catching a trout, which would be very nice to catch as well. If that was, yeah. uh, I think it is possible. Um, and then 
Coco had a son, which we called Son of Coco. Another, <laughs> I think everyone knows that one that's watched this one. Um, Dad finished the patio and he did it like Greek style. So like all the white sort of <laughs> metal yeah. furniture. Um, he said he finally, and Dad finally put up the gates they got for a bargain that night in Turak. <laughs> um, Steve got back with his old partner and he had a kid. Con and Tracy had a kid and it's into kickbox. Kids into kickboxing. Wayne's working with Dad. Uh, he's more pre- and he said he's more proud of him now than when he was in jail. Um, <laughs> and they moved into tray tow trucks. Uh, they've got mm-hmm. they have eight. It started with three, and then anyway, Mum says it yeah. might stop at eleven or something like that. Yeah, it's like um, where will it stop? Mum reckons eleven. Yeah, <laughs> like she's. Um, and mum took up pottery. She didn't take lessons and it's like the worst looking mug you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and they still live, live at three Highview Crescent and it ends with, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Oh, I forgot his, what's the actor's name? Anyway, Dale saying, my name is Dale Kerrigan Steve- and that was my story. Stephen Curry, yeah. Yeah. And then and we go over, yeah, and it goes to the chorus with, um, we've only just begun by the Carpenters. Which oh, is yeah. the song that Chubb, the the song that uh, Chubbs sings in yeah. a Happy Gilmore. <laughs> True. Good part. But that was too. it. That was Dale Kerrigan's story, but an absolute ripper movie, and it aged very well. Yeah, yeah, and Stephen has extra nostalgia value, I think. Oh, yeah. um, looking back at it now, that's an extra layer for us. It um, just like it reminds but, me of camping with like our family as well, and just sort of thinking about yeah. those times when we just quote these movies, and yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, it's this um, Blazing Saddles, which most likely won't get a run, unfortunately. No, we won't. <laughs> uh, bit too, bit too problematic. Yeah. Uh, but on that, we got a bit of a cruder one next week with Forty Year Old Virgin, um, which I'm looking I, forward to. I snuck in. One. I snuck in Dodgeball before Forty Year Old Virgin in the summer. Oh, even so I don't know. If even better. I don't know if we can do that. Yeah. So perfect. All right. Good. You can do it. So yeah, we got that. Tell you what, Michael, you can you can do what you want. There's <laughs> no rules. Uh, oh, but so I've been wanting dodgeball. for dodge, I've been wanting dodgeball for a while. Dodgeball and what's no. another one? Step Brothers when that comes up, they're two massive ones. But yeah, yeah we can move that up to that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and no one's listening this far on the podcast anyway, so we can just chat. Yeah, that's right. I watched some. That's right. <laughs> I watched Where the Millers again um, on the weekend, yeah. and that one still holds up too. So holds um, up. Right, sick. I can't wait. One. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll call it. Beautiful. Let's call it. Thanks everyone for listening in and we'll see you for Dodgeball for next week. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.